kind of a good opportunity for those people to get all those credits they need and be done with that for a little bit. A couple of resources and learning opportunities for area farmers, ranchers, gardeners, and other ag enthusiasts. I'm Jeff Liker. The Cottonwood Extension District's Stacey Campbell stops by to talk about these programs and more on this episode of The Post Podcast. We've got uh, a few things coming up, of course. Um, one of them is a, uh, it's a uh, crop pest school, mm-hmm. and it's going to be over in Russell. Actually, there's two of them, uh, one in Kobe on December 5th. The other one is in Russell on December 6th. And uh, this is really kind of designed more for people that are like commercial applicators that work for cooperatives or maybe self-employed that do a lot of spraying for the farmers. Um and basically they have to get continuing education units so this is an opportunity for them to do this uh all they can get all the credits they need in one day it is kind of a long day uh we'll be starting on december the 6th i guess i'll talk about that one more so they're both the same program december 6th and russell at the elks lodge uh anybody that's a commercial applicator or a certified crop advisor that needs continuing ed units you might want to look into this uh fifty dollars that's a pretty inexpensive uh price for that type of program you go other places and pay i think twice as much and uh like i say it's over in russell at the elks lodge december 5th Uh, you need to get registered by monday the 27th and you can go online to do that at www.northwest.ksu.edu forward slash events and what it is is basically kind of like it says crop pest management pests are basically considered uh, anything that is a pest of crops. So it could be weeds, diseases, or insects. So we're going to cover all three. There's going to be um, a herbicide technology application update. There's going to be emerging diseases in corn and soybeans covered, controlling palmer uh, amaranth or pigweeds and row crops, which is a big issue. What you need to know about adjuvants is going to be talked about, uh, wheat diseases that are problematic in central and western Kansas, and then insects to be on the lookout for in 2024. And uh, like I say, uh, also farmers are invited to this, and we do get some farmers that come to it. It does start registrations at 745 in the morning on December 6th in Russell, and it goes till about 5 o'clock or a little bit before. But if farmers want to come, they do have to pay the fee, but they don't have to stay all day. They can even kind of pick and choose on the topics they want to maybe come and listen to. And once again, that's that crop pest management school that will be in Russell on December the 5th. And like I say, commercial applicators can get all the credits they need. So there's like seven credits they need. Those will be offered. And then the one core hour by the Kansas Department of Ag, they'll be covering that too. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of a good opportunity for those people to get all those credits they need and be done with that for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, like you said, seven to five, that's that's a work day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, get it all done in one day. We're going to feed you good. There's going to be uh, refreshments and, and snacks through the day and everything. And uh, we, we've kind of designed this to where since it is a long day, we'll, we'll do some kind of little breakout sessions, if you will. And part of them will go to one room and try to do a little bit more hands-on type type uh, program and stuff to where we get you up and moving around a little bit. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a good program. Uh, we do cover, you know, the different crop pests that really are uh, can be a problem here in, in Kansas as, as well as we can in that period of time. And so we'd encourage anybody and like I say, certified crop advisors they're also like agronomists that may work for co-ops or so forth they can get their continuing ed units too for this crop pest management school december 6th in russell at the elks lodge registration starts at 745 and if you want to get registered go to northwest.ksu.edu forward slash events 
All right. Very cool. Uh, and then we have this uh, tax strategies uh, uh, event that's uh, coming up. Yes. Um, so, you know, like we were just talking before we got started, you know, there's quite a few uh, wives, women on the farm and ranch that probably do the uh, the bookkeeping, if you will. Yeah. And so this course was designed by our uh, ag economics people in Manhattan, and, and they're actually joining in with, I think, Nebraska and Purdue to do this. It's an online kind of webinar course. It's called Tax Strategies for Midwestern Farm and Ranch Women. It's a three-part extension workshop produced in collaboration like with uh, between women in agriculture programs in Kansas, Indiana, and Nebraska. It will focus on the basics of tax planning for farms and ranches, and uh, basically speakers will be broadcast virtually via Zoom. Attending this series offers you the chance to build your tax management knowledge and skills. Participants are encouraged to attend all three sessions, and recordings will be provided to registered participants. Uh, the sessions are open to anyone. It's only $30. The program runs from 6.30 in the evening until 8 Central Time on November the 28th, December the 5th, and December the 12th, and if you want to get registered, uh, you can do that by going to that www.agmanager.info, and then if you just look over to the right, there's like upcoming events, and you'll see it, and you can click on to it and get registered. And once again, that's Tax Strategies for Midwestern Farm and Ranch Women, a three-part extension workshop uh, produced by K-State and some others, and it's going to be 6.30 to 8 in the evening, November 28th, December 5th, December the 12th, just $30, and register uh, now as soon as you can, www.agmanager.info. Look over on the upcoming events, and you'll see it and click on it and get registered. Very cool. All right. And then uh, uh, we had mentioned uh, while we were talking uh, off the air before we uh, came on, um, we've got... uh, there, there's still some weeds coming up over uh, over the winter. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, when I was driving here, I looked over at a lawn that's a cool season lawn, and of course it's dormant. The grass mm-hmm. is dormant. The fescue grass is dormant, but I saw some little grassy uh, grassy weeds coming up that are green. And so, actually, what people can do that a lot of people don't think about is once that grass is completely dormant, and you might want to wait a little bit longer since we have been kind of hot and then kind of cool and then or warm back up and kind of cool. But once, once that grass is completely dormant, um, but you've got some grassy weeds, um, or some broadleaf weeds, uh, that are cool season, they can still be growing. You can literally take like Roundup, which is just a, a contact only herbicide. It only kills what it gets on. That's actively growing. Well, those cool season grassy broadleaves and, and weeds are still growing and you can hit them with Roundup. And uh, on a warm day, preferably 50 degrees or warmer, and we're having quite a few of those, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that'll do a good job of killing those and not harming your grass. And uh, really, you can, like I say, you might wait just a little bit longer to make sure everything's good and dormant, or just get down on hands and knees and make sure you don't see any green down in that grass. But once once that occurs, you can do that kind of any time through the winter on preferably a warm day to kill some of those cool season broadleaf and grassy weeds. Very cool. Uh, and if I could just pick your brain just a little bit, because we we got a little bit of extra time here, okay, uh, and everything. Um, so with the holidays coming up, um, people already have their Christmas decorations out, uh, and I'm assuming that there's still so, there's some people that probably already have their Christmas trees uh, set up. Now, whether they have like a plastic one or a real one, as far as like a real one goes, I remember getting that little stand and just putting water in it every single day. There is there anything else that uh, we can do to? No, that kinda, would that would be it. Yeah, yeah. just keep, kind of keep some water in. It mm-hmm. so that keeps it you know preserved longer stays green longer 
Um, and, and then, yeah, just kind of keep some water in it. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I think when Christmas is over later on, uh, you can take it to the, uh, gosh, I don't remember exactly where, but the city does do a, mm-hmm. you know, where you can kind of mulch it and yeah. get rid of it that way. So, I, yeah, I, I think it's just off of, uh, uh the 183, uh, alternate, uh, okay. bypass there. I think at least that's where I get my wood chips. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's probably where it's at, yep. where the, where the city parks department is. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that is, uh, Stacey Campbell from the, uh, Cottonwood extension district for our, uh, update here this morning. Anything else that we want to touch on here? Real oh, quick? I, you know, I, I kind of mentioned too, I need to mulch my leaves again with mm-hmm. my mower. Yeah. Um, I've done it once, but I need to do it again. That's a good way to try to get, you know, a good bit of your leaves um, mm-hmm. taken care of without having to rake them up and dispose of them. If you've got a mulching mower, um, it'll chop them up good. You can go over the, go over those leaves and, and mm-hmm. put them back into the lawn. And that actually gives a little bit of uh, nutrients there. The other thing I got to do still is I'm a gardener too. So I need to get my garden cleaned up and then I'm going to put a little sulfur out on the soil because our soils are a little high pH. So some sulfur over time, it's gradual, can help lower that pH. And I'm going to mm-hmm. get that cleaned up and uh, sprinkle out some sulfur and then kind of work that in with my roller tiller. And then I'm basically done mm-hmm. and I'll be ready for spring to get stuff planted. Okay. And uh, mulching the uh, leaves, that doesn't do anything for like the ecosystem of like moths or anything like that? That uh, No. Okay. No, it really doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I mean, you know, obviously it makes sense if you just leave those leaves sitting on top of the grass. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really great for the grass if they get pretty thick and stuff. So it's good to get sure. them get them out of there uh, and just mulching them with the mower is one way to do it where you don't have to rake up as many of them to, yeah. and haul off to yeah. the, to the compost. Yeah. I mean, to me, that just makes more sense. Like let's, uh, let's just mulch this thing up. That's biodegradable and will take yeah. care of itself versus putting it in a plastic bag and taking yeah. it away. Kind of yeah. Thing. And mentioning <laughs> that some people still don't realize that we have a compost pile here. You know, the, mm-hmm. the city does a great job of having a compost pile. Yeah. So, uh, uh, weekly trips out there every single, uh, every single summer. Over right. <laughs> right. And then that, that soil, you can actually, that's another thing for your garden. If mm-hmm. you kind of want to amend your soil and improve it, um, you could go ahead and put not more cause that stuff's pretty rich, about three inches of that compost from the city mm-hmm. on top of your garden. Uh, if you're going to be cleaning it up and roller tilling it, you could work that in and that kind of helps improve that soil. Very cool. Uh, is there any concern with like uh, burrs or stickers or weeds or so, anything like that? So, um, you know, the, the compost does have to heat up quite mm-hmm. a bit to kill all the weed seeds. And mm-hmm. uh, that may not happen every single time, but gosh, I've used it for a long time mm-hmm. and I don't think I notice any more weeds, you know. Than, uh, than the normal amount. Right, yeah. right. I like to put uh, wheat mm-hmm. straw mulch down on my garden. Mm-hmm. A couple inches of that after I've gotten stuff planted, that really helps keep the weeds down during the growing season.